0: If you missed any part of the morning show with Johnny and Ken, well, this is where you can catch yourself up. Or if you just want to relive all of those award-winning moments, you can do that with this wonderful podcast. And it's made possible by our friends at Lake Michigan College. Connect to your future. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. A lot of things going on in the news. Let's talk first about what's going on with this uh, this water plant. <laughs> what's up What's up with that? This
1: one caught my ear. You know, for a long time, we've talked about the bad guys, cyber cyber hackers, yeah. cyber pirates, sure. whatever you want to call it, cyber criminals. Uh, Going out there and taking stuff over. Typically, we hear about them taking over companies Mm -hmm. or your personal computer and bricking it, basically making it non-usable until you either pay a ransom or just uh, accept the fact that your computer is now a paperweight. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's always been that fear, uh, and Department of Homeland Security has been warning of this for a long time, that cyber hackers are also... Targeting our utilities, like water and power and stuff like that. Well, the Municipal Water Authority of Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, revealed this weekend that one of their booster stations for water was hacked and partially controlled by a cyber guerrilla group tied to the Iranian
0: government. Oh, my gosh. So they had no control of of the water? Well,
1: officials say the group known as Cyber Avengers... Where they're, they're cute because Avengers is spelled with a three instead of an E. Oh, great. Yeah. Cyber Avengers
0: took control. They work in IT. They're, yeah.
1: <laughs> they're in the closet. Yeah. Uh, Cyber Avengers took control of one of the stations and they shut down a pump. Oh, my gosh. On a supply line that provides drinking water from the Aliquippa Municipal Water Authority's treatment plant to a couple of places in Beaver County called Raccoon and Potter Townships. Wow. Yeah. So, so yes, they did take control of the drinking water pump station.
0: For how long were they able well, to do that?
1: Um, well, as soon as, as soon as the hack occurred, an alarm sounded. And as, mm. the, as the folks who were responding to the alarm, like we hit the mm-hmm. silence alarm here, they saw on their computer screen a message on the control panel that said, you have been hacked, down with Israel. Every equipment made with Israel is Cyber Avenger legal target. Oh so broken gosh. English, you know, because sure, yeah. they're from Iran or Iran backed apparently. But, uh, the Aliquippa municipal workers managed to disable the system, uh, hack and, uh, authorities were called to the booster station this weekend. Now the incident is under criminal investigation. Uh, they are making sure their backup methods are mm-hmm. in place. And if they're not, they're putting them in place right now <laughs> because yeah. they got control of the plant and it was just a small plant. Yeah. And it was just one plant in Pennsylvania, but, uh. That's something, right? That's serious
0: because that's—I mean—that's anybody that's hacking any of these, uh, uh, like you said, utilities homeland security utilities. Yep. Is they're going to go after those small areas that may not have the security infrastructure right. like a, a major city would? Right. But either way, it's still going to devastate a population. Right. Um, to yeah. have that control, so yeah. It's so one of those that you need to look at your security. For all that stuff. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think, I I would imagine the popular thought is, you know, who's going to come after the water pump in Beaver County?
0: Right. And somebody did. But population of, you know, maybe not a lot, but still one person that's devastated by something like that is big.
1: And if you remember back, you know, if you think back to Mm 9-11, for comparison, they they struck in in the Twin City Towers and killed more than 3,000 people right right there. 3,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you get a hold of a water supply, even if it's a small county, you're touching more than 3,000 people. Right. Easy. So yeah. anyway, so
0: wow.
1: um, I'm sure Department of Homeland Security is uh, well on their way there, if not already. And uh, they're continuing to take a look at that. And I imagine this is also going to serve as a warning to other utility providers yeah. all around the nation of, hey, it can happen to you.
0: Yep. So there you and go. And good good time to check all that stuff. Yeah. Very I've so I've seen Die Hard 4. <laughs> uh what do they do in Die Hard 4 that eh? was the plot of of Die Hard 4 was actually uh one of the guys worked for i think it was like homeland security yeah um and timothy oliphant i believe he was the, oh, that the one
1: where he's running around with a kid who's yeah, his daughter justin long i love yeah. that
0: one that's a good one and yeah it was not a good one <laughs> it was a great one it was out of the diehards <laughs> it was one of the worst but <laughs> the 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 storyline that's something that could be real yeah. and it is real with with that story. Yeah, it's something that the guy said. Hey, you know, the next terrorist attack would not be you know uh, blowing up a building or something like that. It would be. Taking over those utilities.
1: Yeah, for those of you. everything l-
0: computerized.
1: Yeah, for, for, for you who are keeping a list of things to worry about, just add that one. Right. Yeah. Oh. So, sorry about that.
0: You got any other good news?
1: <laughs> well, Fox News has uh, that debate that we talked about weeks oh, yeah. ago. It feels like it fell off the face of the earth after we started talking about it. Now it's back. This is the Fox News planned debate between California's governor mm-hmm. and Florida's governor. So Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican. Uh, You've got California Governor Gavin Newsom, who everyone says if Joe Biden decides or it's decided for him Mm -hmm. that uh, he won't run for president, that Gavin Newsom would run for president under the Democrat ticket Um, and Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. So that's coming up uh, November 30th. So two days away, Thursday, 9 p.m. It's going to be on Fox News. Sean Hannity is going to anchor it. And uh, they're going to have a 90-minute
0: debate, Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. And this is something that really has not really ever happened. No, not during a presidential. Because they're not not calling this a presidential debate. They're calling it like a governor versus governor kind of thing.
1: They're billing it as the DeSantis versus Newsom, the great red versus blue state debate. Talk about a catchy name. Wow. That's not a catchy name. It's a long name. Yeah, so the great red versus blue state debate.
0: Do you think it's actually going to happen? Because I think the last time... We, we had pretty much the same kind of announcement, hey, yeah. this is going to happen in the morning, and then I think by noon it, that day, it said, it was, mm, no, it's not happening.
1: Yeah, well, they, they, they kind of put it on the back burner. They never really officially said that it wasn't going to happen, but they weren't making any indication that it would. But uh, it, it's going to happen. It's not going to have an audience. No audience will be in attendance. Um, Except for the global audience that would be watching on television. Yeah, except for them. yeah. Um, And they say the goal of the event is to examine the vastly different approaches the two governors have Hmm. and offer insights into their political philosophies as well as ambitions for the nation.
0: Uh, according to the network. Ambitions for the nation, that part sounds yeah. like a presidential debate that they just don't <laughs> want to call it a presidential debate.
1: It does sound like that. It, it almost sounds like they're just pushing the two frontrunners aside and saying, hey, we know you're in the lead here and mm-hmm. you've got all the poll numbers and you've got a lot of the money, but we're going to go ahead and have a different debate.
0: It's kind of like a <laughs> boxing match. When you go to watch a pay-per-view boxing the match, yeah. there's the undercards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the idea yeah. of governors... Uh, Talking about their ways of doing things and all, you know, all 50 governors I'd love to have do a debate of some kind like this, like a tournament, (laughs) maybe do like a governor's (laughs) tournament, just like the, uh, the March Madness.
1: I think that's a great idea. You know who, because there's no audience for this debate, uh, they have to avoid the uncomfortable thing of Gretchen Whitmer asking for a lot of tickets. Yeah. (laughs) She's not going to be there,
0: and they should have all How the governors f- in there.
1: How do you feel if you're the Michigan governor? Because she, Mc- Governor Whitmer, is often talked about as uh, what if, sure. or uh, if then, or uh, if if Joe Biden yeah. steps down, then you've got uh, Newsom and, and Whitmer battling mm-hmm. for the nomination. So, but she's not in this one.
0: Hmm. I wonder if you know because this the, the last time it kind of got canceled right. my, my my assumption is that somebody from either the republican or democratic uh, convention the people made a phone call and sure. said hey guys let's let's not do this uh let's not take uh take the spotlight from the candidates that we, we have right now um but now they're having this actually happen yeah hmm. yeah that to be interesting
1: well they're bringing it back and i mean does this foreshadow what's potentially going to happen, some mm-hmm. of the discussions that are going to be brought, well, they've been in the back rooms, we know this, brought forward during the convention in Chicago right. for the Democrats. Are they going to say, hey, I know we we have to do this ceremonial thing where we mm-hmm. re-nominate Joe Biden, sure. but if I don't vote for Joe Biden and I vote for, let's say, Gavin Newsom, mm-hmm. how many of my friends are with me? Could we change the nomination here? Could be interesting. Last yeah. time they had a presidential convention in Chicago, things got interesting. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and I'm wondering if too if this if this goes well or goes you know if the lot of goes stuff sideways goes sideways even too, yeah. I can yeah. see a lot of the other like you said Governor Whitmer and some of the yeah. other uh, governors around the the nation saying hey maybe I should <laughs> be in this too I, if if we're talking uh, the possibility of the top two guys not being in there let's uh, let's just all start a big I think the big tournament the yeah. tournament of fifty <laughs> would be great I would watch that.
1: Uh, Do we have time for one more presidential related thing? Well, so do you remember Monica Lewinsky? Yeah. She was the the whole reason uh, President Clinton was impeached but not uh, convicted. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has penned an op-ed, an opposing editorial. So she's written a column for the editorial page of a newspaper. Okay, It's actually Vanity Fair. Um, Calling for a series of constitutional amendments. So apparently she's used her time since being in the limelight to be a constitutional scholar. She wants to introduce uh, constitutional amendments, including age limits for elected officials. Okay. Right? So we're talking about presidents there, perhaps. And a ban on presidential self-pardons. Oh. Can't pardon yourself. Because, you know, there's been a lot of talk about, well, if Trump is, Mm is convicted of something and he's elected president again... Does he just pardon himself and never well, have to? And there have was a talks
0: penalty? about that when he was on his way out, right? Uh, about yeah. him doing that Absolutely. as well. So I'm, I mean, those two,
1: I, I'd be all for that. So in Vanity Fair, a piece that uh, Monica Lewinsky apparently wrote, I bet she had help, offered her vision for a more robust democracy for six new amendments: no presidential self-pardons, mandatory background tra- checks for presidents. Okay. Which is interesting. No suspensions of the U.S. Constitution. Can't suspend the Constitution. A retirement age for elected officials. It almost seems a little ageist. Uh, elimination of the electoral college. And codification of a woman's right to an abortion. Mm. So there you go. Monica the, Lewinsky stepping out. The
0: age limit thing, did she Did she put a, a year
1: on it? Uh, I have not read the piece. Okay. I okay. have to. I have we'll to admit, I didn't read the
0: entire piece, but Is it I Vanity Fair? Uh Vanity Fair, yeah. To renew my subscription, <laughs> I don't. Where do I pick up Vanity Fair? I am sure I can read it online. Yeah.
1: All right. No, she said. Uh, uh, I am looking at the article now, and she said unspecified age limits. Okay. So, Interesting. Not to be ageist, but there should be a retirement age for elected officials, she said, as well as term limits, especially when you consider that long-term decisions can impact citizens.
0: Well, I mean, you have some of the top tier people that uh, most recently have either passed away or have had some issues. Um, McConnell uh, and uh, health issues, yeah, yeah, health issues yeah. or things where they're not even able to show up to vote because oh, Diane Feinstein, California, yeah. yeah. So oh. hmm, interesting. Wow, well, yeah. well, and we'll see if, uh, if Vanity that ends fair. up having legs. Yeah. Have you ever uh, have you ever been forklift certified?
1: No. I've driven one. I've never been certified.
0: Uh, I've uh, I've driven one many times, and I th- I think I'm certified. My boss said I test? was good. <laughs> I, I, I took the I took the at work test. I didn't like go somewhere and take the test. I took the uh, uh, went through the the list of things that I needed to do with the boss. Oh, and he said, "Yep, you're good." I. See. But I don't have like a license that says <laughs> forklift certification. I can drive a forklift. It's like you're
1: driving around. My dad said I can drive well. Basically, yeah, I'm a good driver. Yeah.
0: I did what needed to be done and I never made any, didn't really cause any damages. Uh, but this is something that is uh, pretty cool and I'm sure a lot of kids uh, have, have probably dealt with this, especially if you're a farm kid. Yeah. Um, this 12-year-old was uh, recently arrested because uh, he was basically going on a joyride with a forklift. Ooh, that sounds incredibly yeah. dangerous. He's a Michigan kid. Police Kay. say that he stole uh, the construction vehicle from a middle school. So huh. he's he's at school. Oh, he, no. sees, uh, oh, he sees he sees a construction site and tempted. Probably the keys are probably in it, oh. and he decided to take it on a joyride. It took them more than an hour to stop this little guy. By the time uh, they got him, an hour.
1: Yeah, he's an
0: hour in the forklift. Yeah, and it's one of those big forklifts. Oh. Like it's one of those like the you sit ones. on this side. And you got oh. the big the big arm that does the lifting. <laughs> probably they're probably doing roof construction or something like that. Um, so by the time he ended up hitting ten parked cars, mm. uh, somehow nobody was hurt. But the he was arrested. He's twelve years old and taken to a juvenile detention center over in Ann Arbor. Jeez, yeah. I'm watching the, you can watch the video. Oh, uh, no. It's on Facebook. Oh, you know, for being twelve years old. Yeah. He can handle that rig pretty well. I mean, he's bumping into some cars. Oh, you're but, kidding. Yeah. Cause he's driving through he's driving through town. He's, he's driving through like site? a Driving through like a residential area. How far
1: was he gonna go? Where was he gonna go? Did he operate the forks at all? Because that was always the tricky
0: part. Uh I'm trying to see. It looks like he's just hitting bumps. It doesn't look like the forks <laughs> are moving. Cars. See, what I would do is I would like lift stuff. I don't think I would leave the parking lot. If no. I had if I had control of a forklift yeah. at twelve years old, I would just start picking stuff up.
1: Uh, I got a couple questions for you off the uh, Michigan OSHA forklift certification test. It's a written test. Oh, written test. The, the, this is a true/false, and I don't know the answers to this, but I think we can guess. <laughs> okay, a powered industrial truck operator must promptly report any defect on the powered industrial truck to the employer. True or false? True. 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 Okay, I think we're I think we're safe on that, that. Makes sense. An operator shall give the right of way to ambulances, fire trucks or other other emergency vehicles true or false true yeah absolutely, absolutely. this one i was very i had a difficult mm. time answering question number 3 is stunt driving and horseplay are permitted true or false tick tick false, t-tick. Tick, t-tick. false. yes definitely
0: yeah <laughs> i will say i do love watching those these videos these are really hard questions by the way <laughs> there are videos and we've done this actually in yeah. the when we were operating forklifts is uh, on break uh, if you could like flip a quarter, you ever try to do that on a forklift? Yeah, forklift. No, there are some very skilled forklift drivers that can do stuff like that. Where you put you put a quarter? Oh, on the concrete, and you get the forks Not underneath on the
1: concrete.
0: No, on you, the concrete. Yeah, you put you just drop you. You're right there in the in the shop. Okay, and you drop a quarter on there, yeah. and. Your, you, what you, the skill, the, the name of the game is yeah. you have to be able to get the forks underneath there and flip the quarter.
1: You cannot get a forklift fork under I've a quarter. Seen it. Under a quarter, I've seen it. Yeah. I, how does that we and physically? That just seems impossible. Yeah. I could see it if it's on the fork already, and then you flip it. Right. But uh, to get under it on the cement would be difficult. Yeah. You'd like dig a hole in the cement. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. That's that's not yeah. part of the game.
1: I tell you, you fail that. if you do that. But you're right. There are a million people out there uh, who who try to do forklifting and mm-hmm. can't do like what some of these amazing forklift drivers are doing. Yeah, and especially when they're in such tight quarters and they've got to get stuff off a semi truck or something oh, yeah. like that and move it around. And whoa, it's really cool. Yeah, when I,
0: when I worked for the the porta potty company, yeah. oh, we yeah. had to we had to lift up uh, the porta potties, put them on this big trailer that would haul them around and. Yeah, you you had to get through some tight quarters in the in the shop. Yeah, you couldn't just you know swing around and and do that. Plus, you are you're balancing. It's a balancing act yeah. because you're just picking up a porta potty. Those are pretty light.
1: Yeah, you don't want to spill um, that. Either. Yeah, you don't
0: want to spill. <laughs> they were they were, uh, they, were, were they, the, they were fresh. Okay. They were fresh. They they had more, just regular water yeah. in there. You. Um. But yeah, no, that's and you don't want to damage that stuff because if that thing falls off the forks. Huh? That's that's damage. That's costing money. A lot of people Don't can't that.
1: use the John.
0: So, so I need to, uh, yeah. maybe I should get forklift certified. Again. <laughs>
1: you got to take a test. Real tough questions. If on those there. are the
0: three questions on no, the, the test, I got to, I can get that pretty easily. They,
1: they had a series of those questions, which were plainly obvious, but, oh. they, but then they also, in the second half of the test, they said, select the most, most accurate answer. And those oh. were tough. Okay. I hate those when they, it's like the most accurate answer.
0: I would. I assume there's a driving portion of this test. I would assume that's true because I have a chauffeur's license <laughs> where I can drive vehicles over ten thousand pounds. Wow! I did not have to take a driving test. Really? Yeah, did not have to take a test.
1: So you can operate a tank and you have no. T-
0: I could Yeah, I can drive a big old truck. Yeah, like like the septic trucks and all those big monster yeah. big trucks. Um, I can drive those. Do you remember what was on the test? Yeah. There's about 20 questions. Hmm. They were simple and easy stuff. It was just about, you know. Can I
1: drive on the sidewalk?
0: No. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, then it was also like the, uh, if something's hanging out of the, the back of your truck, yeah. How what's the distance and all that stuff? You got to put the flag and all no, that you just stuff put a little
1: red hanky on yeah, it. Yeah, a little
0: red <laughs> hanky. It's like after it's like five feet or something like that okay. off the back. Okay. Um, okay. But anyways. Huh. Driving yeah, tips. I'm a little concerned about the fact that I, I just went and during my lunch break took the test and then I'm able to drive tanks. Yeah. So, there you go. And we're on our Facebook, YouTube and X if you'd like to watch the live stream and see how this uh fine award-winning program, how uh how this the engine purrs like a kitten.
1: <laughs> a 12-cylinder kitten mm-hmm. right there, V12. I
0: get asked all the time. That show got a hemi.
1: <laughs> yes, it does.
0: It certainly does. Uh, we had a great time yesterday. Uh we had a chance to go to uh, a lot of different senior living facilities uh and oh yeah, hang out with a lot of great seniors and hand them a poinsettia.
1: Yeah, it was operation poinsettia brought to you in part by Sturgis Bank.
0: Yep, we had a chance to uh do want to shout out these places that we had to go to. Uh Whitcomb Senior Living as well as the Willows Provision Living. Uh, Royalton Manor, as well as, uh, Woodland Terrace, Crown Point, and then uh, a couple other Woodland Terrace locations.
1: And then we saw, uh, I, I, th- I think we should call him
0: Mr. Mr. Jack Hardy. Mr. Jack Hardy. He yeah. was at
1: one of the facilities and, uh, he was there to greet us, which was very nice. Absolutely. And he's yeah. a
0: listener of the show. He is a listener of this fine award winning program. So uh, Mr. Hardy. Uh, so yeah. Hello That's to great. him. Great meeting you yesterday. Thank you for
1: uh, for welcoming
0: us. What I loved about his meeting him is not only uh, we were like, "Hey, do you listen to WSM? He's like, "Absolutely!" And I was like, "Well, it's, this is Johnny and Ken. This, this is who we are. This is what we look like." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, cool. Uh, I listen to you all the time." And then somebody was filming. Yes, uh, we we had our crew filming the whole thing, but then another person was like, "Hang on, hang on. I'm trying to film this real quick on my no. phone. Will you?" Will you do that again? Yeah,
1: she had you do it again. So
0: I did the whole <laughs> spiel of, "Hey, we're from ninety four point nine WSJ. I'm in Bank. Funny. We want to hand you this." That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think she wanted different angles. Wanted to get my good side. Uh, I, I don't really know.
1: And eventually, somebody else came over and said, "Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Your phone hasn't been charged for twenty years." <laughs> so it was great.
0: That was it, that was a lot of fun. And then uh, yeah, I, I donned my uh, my reindeer costume where I like to say I changed my name from Johnny Reinhardt to Johnny Reindeer. He
1: spelled the same. And truly, he was a reindeer. Uh, and I know we have to get pictures up somewhere of you yep. in the entire head-to-toe onesie that is a, a reindeer outfit. That was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And somebody um, was bringing out the dad jokes. At first, they called you a mouse. Yeah, well, a and mouse. Then, and, and then, then a, a moose. A moose. And then, then he said, no, I'm just kidding. I knew you were a moose all along. Right. I mean a reindeer. Yeah. So...
0: But you had the dad jokes as well. well you were throwing all the jokes.
1: Yeah, that was fun.
0: You were also pointing out the fact that the van and, <laughs> and the lights time keep turning did, on. One time you did leave the
1: lights on. No, off. I did one not. One time you did. Because
0: I left the car running. I Probably because oh. I left the truck running. Well, that might have been. While we were walking in. I swear. I
1: The last thing I want to do is have to give you a jump. from right. From the news vehicle to the, is it the coast van? Yeah, the coast the van. The coast yeah. van. In the in that kind of temperature, but you know, I'm I'm glad you didn't lose the
0: lights. So on. I started making fun of the whole thing. I was like, "Hey, I left the I left the engine running again." <laughs> oh no! Look at me. Jeez, <sighs> oh, but no, it was a great time. So thanks to our friends from Sturgis Bank. Um, apologies were- for one one of the moments where we got so uh, in in a groove yeah. of where we were delivering. What happened? That we went to one of the locations and totally missed the people from Sturgis Bank. Like they they had they had their crew meeting us at different locations. Oh, and is that what happened? Yeah, we got to the one uh, we got to over to Bridgman Woodland Terrace, and we uh, we got there way early, like twelve forty.
1: I feel like it's a good thing for bank people to be very precise and know the exact details. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. got to know that because I want to know, do I have every penny of my money in my right. account and all I getting best interest rates? But at the same time, they have to come over to our side a little bit. And it's yeah. like, we got to go. We got to do. Yeah, You got to keep up with us.
0: Yeah, I used to be a delivery driver, so yeah. I knew time is money, man. Yeah,
1: we got to go. But- uh they they joined us for nine they out of did. ten stops. They, they did. They get.
0: They said the last stop that I was making. They were like, "Hey, make sure you you wait for us." <laughs> oh yeah yeah. Funny part though was when I got to the the place. They actually arrived a couple minutes before I did. See, they walked in and they said. Um, and this is probably something that you don't really hear when you're a front desk person. Okay. Uh, usually, you know, you ask for, hey, can, you, can I talk to this person? Can I go visit this yeah. person? No, they walked in and said, did you see a man dressed as a reindeer? <laughs> did a reindeer come in here? Has he been in here yet? And they had no idea what they were talking about until I walked in.
1: And in another one of the locations, we, we met a nice young lady who uh, will be turning 105 years yeah. old. That was on amazing. December 15th. So happy early
0: birthday to you. Yeah, so pretty awesome stuff. Uh, so really excited to uh, to do that and show you the video. We'll, we've got a great video. Little Red Fern Productions uh, was following us around. So Ryan was uh, doing all that and got some good pictures and yeah. video. And we'll have that for you at WSJM.com and the WSJM app soon.